friends and welcome to the Inspiring Honey show today. I am so excited to be able to have this conversation with you about calling and the calling that God has on our lives. I'm even more excited because on today's podcast episode, we have a very special guest who is also a very sweet and dear friend of mine, Allison Golden. Allie is the creator of Words Are Golden and the author of Words Are Golden Journal coming out this July 2022. She lives in sunny San Diego with her husband, Michael, where they enjoy pouring into their community and hosting people in their home. Allison loves to create spaces for people to feel loved and welcomed, drinking iced coffee and doing anything out in the sunshine. Before we hop into today's episode, I just wanted to ask if you haven't already to please leave a rating and review for this podcast. It means so much to me. It's incredibly inspiring and it just means the world. I read every single review that you guys write. But more importantly than just being encouraging to me, it helps rate our show. So the more reviews that we're able to have and the more ratings we're able to see, the podcast is going to be able to be seen by more people and we're going to be able to share more of God's truth and inspiration with more women who are in desperate need of an inspiring podcast to add truth and and God's word into their day. So if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave a rating and review. If you leave a rating and review this month, you will automatically be entered to win this month's giveaway, which will be announced through my email list at the end of April. If you're not already signed up for my email list, you can easily do that by clicking a, the link in the description or going to my website and clicking join in. All you have to do to enter the, to win this amazing giveaway is simply just leave a rating and review. And we will announce the winner on Instagram as well as my email list. Guys, I am so excited. My friend Allie is on the show today. Join me in welcoming her. Hello, Allie. Welcome to the Inspiring Honey Show. Hello. I'm so happy to be here today and so excited for our conversation we're going to have. Uh, You are just one of the most amazing people, and there's just so much joy that comes from your voice, and it just overflows from you, so I'm just so honored to be able to have this conversation with you today, and the first question that I ask everyone who comes on the Inspiring Honey Show is this, and it's, what are the most inspiring words that you have ever read or been told? Yes, so there's this quote that... um, I feel like I always use for this question or like a question similar to it that one of my professors in college told me and it's just like stuck with me so much ever since. And it's a quote from Howard Thurman. It says, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and go do that because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And I just feel like those words are so inspiring and make me want to do all the things that make me come alive. That is so inspiring. And I feel like so many people just go through the motions and just do things that we think we have to do. And we never step back to actually reflect on that. That's really deep and really awesome. (laughs) And I think too, just with it, I was like, oh, this quote could seem a little bit selfish in a way. You know, like, when you first hear it, it could be, oh, what makes me come alive? I'm just going to do the things that make me happy. But as I've, like, I've sat with this 
quote just a lot because I really love it. And I feel like the Lord, you know, he gives us like those desires of our heart, Mm -hmm. the things that make us come alive for a reason. And so I don't think it's a coincidence that we can not necessarily be selfish in like looking at what makes us come alive, but what the Lord has gifted us with and that the things that he's gifted us to get excited about. And so I just think that it's so beautiful to do those things that he's blessed us with and we get to delight in. So I love that so much because I love how you just said that there's so many different giftings that we have that make us come alive. And I know that's so true. I know for me, it's writing and speaking and even having conversations with people. Like I love relationships and it's so amazing to see how God has just given those to me my whole life. And now I realize that it's all for the purpose of ministry. And I feel like if we just look into ourselves, we see even more what God has for us and in our calling because of what he, he has already equipped us to like and be aptitude or apt for rather. Yeah, exactly. So how did you know that you were going to be called into ministry and a ministry specifically through sharing words and speaking and having this huge online platform? Oh my goodness. Um, (laughs) I mean, it's, First off and foremost, like, it's just 100% the Lord. When I created Words Are Golden, I had no intent, had no idea my, like, love for writing and my love for speaking and just sharing the Word of God with others. And when I first created it, I was messing around on, like, Procreate on my iPad and with my Apple Pencil and just creating graphics for fun And a friend told me to start posting it on Instagram. And I was just married, had this new last name that was super fun and was just like, okay, sure. Like, I'll I'll do it for fun. (laughs) And then the Lord just uh, placed within me a passion to write and share words to encourage women in their walk with the Lord and to just be a voice and share what the Lord is teaching me as he loves to teach us individually so that we can share that with others and help them in their walk with Christ as it will probably relate to them in some way, or maybe they've walked through a similar season before. And so within starting it, I guess just this passion arose within me that I had no idea even existed. And I think about the quote I shared, like I felt alive. Like I felt my full self when I was creating these graphics with quotes or Bible verses on them. And then seeing that women were hungry for it, you know, people were reposting my things and, and started following me and not following me necessarily for who I am, but for the words that the Lord was speaking through me. Um, and so they're hungry for Jesus and hungry for his truth. And so it just has made me so excited to walk now in this calling that I feel the Lord has placed on my life. And so it's really just been throughout the whole process that I've known or not known come to know that I am kind of called to ministry now through um sharing words online and speaking words online 
That is just so amazing. I love how it just kind of happened for you. I think most people that I've talked to who are in ministry always say like, oh, well, it just kind of happened to me. Like God just opened a door and I said yes. And he has just opened and exceeded all of my expectations, which I think is just so cool because you have like over 80,000 followers now, right? Something along the lines there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just so incredible. And it just shows your obedience to the Lord, Allie, and just how how you said they're not following you for just you, but they're following you for the words that the Lord has given you and the way that you encourage other women for Him. And I just think that's such a, such a beautiful way to look at it and to a humble place to be at. Yes, yes. He's so good. <laughs> so what has this call and this door that God has opened for you in ministry really looked like in your life? And how have you just seen your perspective and your heart change within um, God opening this door and saying, Allie, like I have ministry for you and this is what I want you to be obedient in? Yeah, so... Um, it's actually been more on the recent side that I've felt the call into kind of more full-time ministry. And, you know, I've been like wrestling with the word calling lately, (laughs) um, because it's, it's just so hard. I feel like the word is thrown around so easily. Like I'm called to this, um, I'm called to do this. And we, um, oftentimes uh, think that we're called to do certain job titles. And like, first and foremost, we actually just talked about this in church the other day at the church I attend. Like first I'm called to be a child of God. Like, mm. That is my utmost calling. And then as a child of God, I partake in these different areas uh, throughout my life that the Lord asks me to partner with him in and do. So, you know, back in high school, right, we're called to be a child of God, and at that time, we're a student, or maybe we're on a sports team, and we're an athlete, and a lot of times, we want to place the things that people say we're called to, like, as our identity, but first and foremost, we have to remember that our identity is a child of God, and that is our utmost calling as well, and so... I just feel like I'm on this ride and adventure with the Lord. And so that's been a big perspective change for me is kind of looking at life in the sense of like, um, you know, I know we're going to get to this eventually in a few um, more questions, but I'm a nurse. And so been wrestling with like, oh, like, am I called to just be a nurse for my entire life? Or am I called to be a child of God? first and that might look like for a few years me being a nurse and then me stepping out of nursing and being called into full-time ministry whatever the Lord has in store for that and so I think that's been a big way that I've seen my perspectives change um, with calling and within ministry as well. Wow that is so good. I love I love I love how you said and and the lesson you learned from your church recently that first and foremost before we're called to be anything else we're called as a child of God and I think that's just so humbling and I think for anybody listening that can just put our heart in the right place and know 
we don't have identity in the things we do, but we have the identity in who he is, which I think is just mm-hmm. like, I just love how you said that and how you re- really reframed um, calling to not be about you at all, but to simply be about God and what he has for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So with that in mind, while you are working on your new book, and it's coming out this July, which is incredible, can you tell us, while you were writing this book, how you knew that God was leading you to write this, and how you made sure that you were discerning His voice throughout the whole entire process? Yes, so... Yeah, I have a book coming out this July. Right now it's set to come out July 12th. Um, But with, you know, all the shipping issues that have been occurring, there is a possibility it could be moved. But as of right now, it's July 12th. And it is um, a journal that consists of words. The journal is titled Words Are Golden. And each word will kind of dive, will dive into the meaning of that word and what the Lord says about that word, what it means for us, activities to do to wrestle with the meaning of that word, a creative activity, and then a challenge to use that word to speak over others. And so the heart behind this book and journal slash journal was to just help the person reading this recognize the power of their words and first and foremost, the power of God's word. And so once we recognize that his word holds the utmost power, then we can go and speak life and truth over others and over ourselves. And so that's kind of the heart behind this book. And so as I was writing it, choosing the words, and then um, each word has like a little short devotional with it, I, I truly just felt like the one, the Lord brought this opportunity to me all on his timing and by him. I didn't seek this out whatsoever. It was a sweet friend. Uh, shout out to Hope Harris. <laughs> who, um, woo-hoo, we love Hope. Yeah, um, love her so much. Was so <laughs> kind. Yes, she was just so kind to tell Dayspring about me. And then um, this journal came about. And so it was so the whole process was just so beautiful and how the Lord places specific people in our lives at specific times to live out his purpose for our lives. And so that's kind of how the journal came about to begin with. It was all on his timing and his will for my life at at that time. And so I would just take the time to, you know, pray about what words are going to go into the journal. What do I want the person that's going to be using this journal to know about what the Lord says about this word specifically. And as I wrote the journal, I wrote it within like three or four months. And then when I like submitted it and then got like the final proof of it is I went and read what I had written. I remember telling my husband, I don't remember writing this. Literally, (laughs) I feel like the Lord was just typing away with my hands and just getting his message out to his people. And for anyone listening who has that desire to write a book or be a writer or a speaker, you know, there is some type of like, oh, we do need to put some work in. But when we make it about us or when we are trying to open up doors for ourselves, that's just 
just that's just not the way to go about it. If the Lord has called you to something, he's going to open up those doors and he's going to make it so clear and obvious. And so just trust him through this process and know that he is going to speak in and through you no matter if it's just to write on Instagram to write to an email list, to write a book, to speak, whatever it is, the Lord uses our words for his glory and places his words that he wants to get to his people in us. And we can, we have the authority to speak those words over others, but just know that he is fully in the process with you. um, And he is just always at work, even if it, even if it isn't what we thought it would be or want it to be like. That's so incredible. First of all, I just got to say, I am so excited to be able to get your journal and just be able to read it and share it with people in my life because I just am so, so thrilled. I cannot wait. And secondly, uh, to your point where you're saying how when you were typing and you were typing these words and you went back and read them and couldn't even remember what you wrote, like it just was the Holy Spirit, you know, it's just God mm-hmm. completely inspired. That, I can attest to that happened to me so many times. I feel like most of the times I write or I go up to speak and I rewatch my speaking videos or I read things that I've written, I know that it wasn't me, it was the Lord. And I think that's like definitely um, something that a lot of people who may not be in ministry but want to be don't necessarily know yet until you're in the situation that a lot of the times when it's spirit-led, it's not at all from you. It's completely 100% from the Lord. Exactly, yes. And I think that's so beautiful too because it allows us, again, like you were saying earlier, to remember that our calling is not what we do, but our calling is being a child of God. Mm-hmm. Yes. So before you felt the Lord leading you completely into ministry full-time, did you have any other calling or desire just really pushed onto your heart that you um, followed? Yeah, so... Uh, Going into college, I went to Point Loma Nazarene University in San Diego, and I studied nursing, and I do remember the day that I felt the Lord call me into nursing for that time of my life. I was a senior in high school, and I didn't know where I was going to go to college, didn't really know what I wanted to major in, but I was in like worship service at my church back home, and the band from Point Loma was actually playing at my church because I went to a Nazarene church at that time and one of the girls was a nurse and I just remember her talking about it and I just remember kind of the Holy Spirit falling upon me having those chills and just crying not knowing why I was crying but now knowing that the Lord speaks to me through tears and that he was you know placing on my heart that desire to go and be a nurse Uh, my family a few of my family members had been in the hospital a few times I had been in the hospital one time and remember the impact that nurses had on me. And so I wanted to give back to others and go to school to be a nurse. And so that's kind of how um, the Lord called me into nursing for college. And I've now been a nurse for about three and a half years. And now on to new things in the next coming month or two that I'll be stepping out of nursing and into this uh, realm of the unknown that, you know, 
Uh, we love the unknown, sarcastically saying, but uh, knowing that the Lord calls and he equips those that he calls. And so just trusting that he is preparing me right now for what he has for me. I am so excited for you. I know um, prior to this, we've had conversations about you stepping into ministry full time. And I just, I know fully the Lord just has his hand on you and you're just such an obedient servant, which is just so incredible. So when you were um, being called into being a nurse and in your three years as a nurse, uh, when you were serving God there, how were different ways that God opened doors for you to be light or a light rather for the people that you took care of and for the parents um, of the children? Like how did God use your time as a nurse to just allow you to serve him and be a light in a place where there might not be a lot of other believers? Mm, Yeah, this is such a good question. Such a good thing to talk about. I could probably talk about this for days. Um, I, so I'm a pediatric nurse, so I work with uh, children the ages of newborns till they're 18, and their parents as well, the lovely parents that come along with the children, and I have seen the Lord work in mighty ways as a pediatric nurse. One, in the lives of my coworkers and those around me, as well as just in the patients that I've taken care of in the past, and It's just a beautiful thing to know that I am carrying the light of Christ within me while I'm in the hospital. And it's not necessarily any part of my doing, but just the Lord working in and through me to show his love to his children and to his people as I care for them in the darkest, one of the darkest moments of their life as they're in the hospital and it's scary and it's unknown. And it's just a place where the enemy loves to be in. Of course, you know, he wants to steal, kill and destroy, but it's been a complete joy to, you know, try and be that light that, my patient and their parents need in that very moment and to just, um, you know, come against the enemy with the joy of the Lord and the love of the Lord and love on the patients that I'm taking care of as they are going through some of the hardest, um, trials of their, of their life as they're in the hospital. And so that's how I feel that the Lord has been using me there. And, Um, it's been hard, honestly, that he's calling me out, obviously with, you know, what the world has been suffering with, with the last two years now, um, I was definitely burnt out a few months ago, definitely in a place of, I don't want to do this anymore. I just feel so burnt out at the end of my rope, but the past few months have actually been really good at work and I've had amazing patient interactions. I've seen miracles. I have seen patients go from not walking, not talking, not eating to walking out of the unit being discharged home. And so just to know that the Lord is so at work in that place, it's such a beautiful thing, but I have been wrestling with that. Like, why are you calling me out of nursing Lord? Like, yes, I do 
I am more passionate about my writing and speaking and ministry stuff, but I still see purpose in being a nurse. But the Lord spoke to me two weeks ago, and he told me, like, Allison, sometimes I call people out of good things because I have greater things ahead, and nursing is good, and I am have been happy my last month as a nurse and enjoying the work that I'm doing. But I truly just felt the Lord tell me, like, I'm calling you out of nursing because I have a different path for you now to embark on and that I'm going to use you on. And it doesn't mean that you couldn't be used as a nurse or that you um, won't ever go back to be a nurse someday. You know, we don't know what the Lord has for our story, but right now at this time in my life, the Lord has told me to step out. And um, I'm excited just to see where he leads me. But if anyone here is listening and is a nurse, you are doing amazing work. God has you right where you're supposed to be. And maybe he is calling you to stay in nursing. Maybe he's calling you out of nursing, whatever it may be. He is at work within you and using you as a light to build his kingdom. Mm. That is so, so amazing, and your obedience to the Lord is just truly shining through all of your words. And to second what you said to nurses or anyone listening in, in whatever job or season you're in, like like you said, God can use us, and God will use us. We, If we are walking in line with the Lord, if we are truly saved, then we have the light of Christ in us. So anyway, anywhere we go, anywhere we are, He's going to open doors and opportunities, even if we don't necessarily see it from our own perspective. Like, He's working in every place that we are um, through just exuding Christ, through just being different, Um, which is just so, so cool and so encouraging. And it's amazing to hear your experiences of being in a world and being in the hospital where it can be pretty secular and it's not really, you know, a super Christian place, but you were able to be such a light and you were able to see God's hand so greatly. Yeah, truly. He is so good and he's always at work in every single place in every single area of our lives. So what advice do you have for the woman listening that doesn't know exactly what God has called her to? Um, and she just doesn't know what to do with her time on earth. I know you said when you were back in high school and you had no idea what you wanted to do, the Lord spoke to you through people that came to your church. But what advice would you give to that girl who's in that spot now, whether she's in college or out of college, or maybe she's still in high school and she just does not know what the Lord really has her to do on this earth? Yeah, so pray. Um, Prayer is the most beautiful and most important thing that we can do along with worshiping. And I firmly believe in just sitting with the Lord and asking Him, Lord, what do you want me to do? You know, um, as I was called out of nursing, it, it did happen in a moment that I knew the Lord that it was 100% completely the Lord. But leading up to that, um, I had been wrestling with it for about three months. And I had felt like I heard the Lord, wasn't sure, was doubting myself, was letting myself believe the lies of the enemy. And I just had to wrestle with it and 
lay it at the feet of the Lord and ask him to speak to me. Um, And so any of you that are, you know, struggling with what are you calling me to, Lord? First off, pray about it. And then secondly, ask your community, like, what are the gifts you see in me? What um, things do you see that I would be really good at? And then also ask yourself, what makes what makes me come alive and journal those things, you know, like what brings you delight, what brings you joy and whatever it is, um, between those things that line up, ask the Lord, if that's something that you're called to do. Um, he loves to give us the desires of our heart. Um, but those desires, of our heart are first to be lined up with his desires for our life. And so ask the Lord to line the desires of your heart up with his desires for you. That way that the things that you desire to do and find joy in are what he has for you. And when it comes to discerning, um, it definitely, you know, comes down to prayer, worship, reading your Bible, knowing the truth of the Lord, knowing the difference between what we feel is our own truth and the lies of the enemy that could sometimes sound like truth and knowing the difference between that and what is actually in the Bible and in the word of God and his full truth over your life. And so I also would recommend, you know, talking to someone who is like a mentor, talking to your pastor, pastor's wife, somebody who has been through a lot of seasons of their life where they've had to discern the voice and the call of the Lord and talk to them personally, have them pray over you, be involved in community that will help direct you onto the path that the Lord has for you. But the number one thing, like I've said a few times, is prayer and is through learning how the Lord speaks to you. And so that's my advice for anyone listening who isn't sure where um, God is calling you at the moment. Ooh, that is so good and just filled with so, so much wisdom. And on the flip side of it, what if there is a girl listening to our podcast episode today and she's like, wow, I definitely feel the Lord is calling me into ministry. It's affirmed in me by my community. What do I do now and how do I be obedient? Can you hear me? Okay, now I can. Oh, dang it. Okay, for some reason it didn't... Okay, hold on. Let me ask that question again. Um, sorry, that was my phone. Okay. <laughs> so on the... Wait, let me do that one more time. So on the flip side of that, what would you say to the girl listening to our podcast episode who is thinking to themselves, wow, I definitely feel called into ministry. It's been affirmed in me by my community. What advice would you have for that woman listening and saying, yes, I know I'm supposed to be in ministry in a formal way? Yeah, so honestly, like I still am even wrestling with it myself, you know, Um, and I feel like if that's where the Lord has called you, then he is going to open up 
the right doors for you in his perfect timing. And something that I've been learning personally is I was at a women's conference recently and a lady was praying over me and she told me that she saw this image of me either looking up or looking down and just barely glancing at the horizon only a few times because if I were to fixate on the horizon and focus on where I was going and what the future was going to be holding for me, I was going to lose sight of looking up to my father and looking down at my feet and the little steps that they were actually taking. And so I just impart that to you, you know, be a woman who is glancing up at her father and having eyes solely on the Lord and then looking down at your feet and seeing that he actually is leading you and guiding you when it does not feel like it. And just glance at the horizon a few times because if you fixate on it, you're going to lose sight and you're going to get lost in that just that sense of only wanting to know what was going to come for you. But the whole point of you know, walking with the Lord and going into full-time ministry and doing what he's called you to do is solely just to be with Jesus and to receive him and who he is fully rather than receiving the gifts that he will bring to you. It's not about the gifts. It's not about the book you may write. It's not about the podcast you may have. It's not about the blog. It's not about any of the fruit that comes from abiding in the Lord, but from abiding in the Lord himself, he is the gift. And so I just encourage you in that to just fall so in love with Jesus and everything else is going to fall into place. Mm, that is so good. I just love that advice. And and what good advice for us in any season of our life, whether we feel affirmed in our calling or we don't, just to keep our eyes on the Father, keep our eyes on the little steps He's calling us to do, and, and don't get fixated on where we're going, but get fixated mm-hmm. on just Him alone. I think that is such beautiful advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He is teaching me so much in this season. And although the advice sounds very beautiful it's very hard to do but it is possible to do so encouraging Ali you are just such a beautiful light and joy just overflows from your voice how can today's podcast listeners get connected with you more and even be able to pre-order your journal yes so you can connect with me on Instagram my handle is words are golden and to pre-order my journal it's also called the words are golden journal and it's available for pre-order on Amazon so if you just type in words are golden journal on Amazon it should pop up and you can pre-order and your pre-order would mean the absolute world to me amazing and I will also put a link to it in the episode notes in the description Ali thank you so much for hanging out with us today it was honestly such a joy oh thank you so much for having me this was such a fun conversation and people listening just know that Instagram can be a beautiful place as it has brought friends like Gabrielle into my life and so many other amazing women. So definitely use Instagram to its advantage in connecting with other women who are chasing after the heart of the Lord and the Lord wants to connect you with other women. So I'm just so thankful that he's brought, um, 
people like Gabrielle into my life, and it's been such a beautiful thing to see come to fruition and just a beautiful friendship that I now have and I'm so thankful for.